Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series, the number one podcast for brain injury and concussion resources. Today, I'm going to be talking with Dr. Titus Chu about three steps to relieve eye fatigue after concussion. This episode is brought to you by Integrated Brain Centers. Located in Denver, Colorado, Drs. Shane Stedman and Perry Maynard are experts in functional neurology and treat complex concussion cases from around the country. With over 20 years combined experience, they are leaders in helping patients who are suffering from post-concussion symptoms, including dizziness, vertigo, headaches, and more. For your free consultation, you can find them online at integratedbraincenters.com. Hello, I am Amy Zalmer, and you're listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not be familiar with who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Goodman Project, and I'm author of Life with a Traumatic Brain Injury, Finding the Road Back to Normal, available on Amazon. I am also editor-in-chief of The Brain Health Magazine, and you can get your free digital subscription at thebrainhealthmagazine.com. You can learn more about me and the podcast series at facesoftbi.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Amy Zalmer. And also be sure to join Amy's TBI tribe on Facebook to connect with other survivors, caregivers, and loved ones. Today, my guest is Dr. Titus Chu, and he is a number one best-selling author, award-winning international speaker, and functional neurologist who is on a mission to transform the face of healthcare for the millions of people around the world struggling with post-concussion syndrome. Dr. Chu is the founder and clinical director of BrainSave, an integrative neurology practice located in Northern and Southern California that specializes in helping people struggling with post-concussion syndrome get well and feel well. Personalized brain wellness programs, online masterclasses, and five-day brain camps. He has a deep passion for teaching and had the honor to present at the 2017 Institute for Functional Medicine's annual conference on the brain. And I am so thrilled to have you here today, Dr. Chu. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. It's so good to be connect with you and thanks for the invite. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've had the pleasure of chatting with you several times in the past. And I'm so thrilled to have you here again and sharing more of your wisdom. Um, so that's your two. I'd love for you to start by offering our listeners a little bit of history on how you came to work in the brain injury world. Sure. So over 20 years ago, I was in a really bad car accident. And from that accident, it was, it was pretty serious. I dislocated my shoulder. I broke three ribs. And um, thank God I was, I was actually on a scooter. I was wearing a helmet at the time. Thank God I was because actually I remember when I kind of came to from the impact of the, the, um, the crash, my helmet had fallen off. Like it was buckled oh. on, but because, the, yeah, because it was the impact was so strong, I guess it like came off even though it was actually yeah. when I went to look at the helmet, 
it was actually still buckled. So I don't even wow. know. But yeah, I'm so glad that I was wearing it. And so, um, you know, through that, thank God I survived because it was pretty, it was a pretty brutal car accident, but, you know, I survived, but I ended up with chronic pain. And so I looked everywhere within conventional medicine and nothing worked, you know, so I had to go looking outside the box and I decided to um, pursue natural medicine. So I dove deep. I went back to school for chiropractic and then along the way I fell in love with neurology because it really helped me understand actually how the brain works and how we tick. <laughs> That's one mm-hmm. of my passions, just kind of understanding understanding my own kind of quirks <laughs> and stuff. But it helps me, that informs me to help, you know, understand what's going on with my patients. Um, so the interesting mm-hmm. thing, though, like along the way, everything I learned in school, you know, I learned about diet and nutrition. I actually did a master's, I got a master's degree in nutrition. And um, everything I learned, and I did a postdoc in neurology, like, all the workshops, the conferences, the, you know, graduate programs I, I took, I learned all these cool tricks, you know, and tips along the way. And I tried them out on myself. And a lot of health problems that I used to struggle with, like when I was younger, that I didn't even realize were health problems, like kind of like brain fatigue or uh, like just getting sick all the time and kind of actually just kind of having a low grade depression for most of my life, all those things went away. I was just blown away. So not only did I discover this whole new world, um, you know, and entry into it, but I learned all these, like I actually took on myself and I realized that I can actually teach. Not only was I treating patients with advanced technologies to help their brains, but a lot of what I did was actually just teach them these secrets. <laughs> like simple things that they can do at home. So I'm, I've been passionately teaching people how to fix their brains ever since I healed my own broken brain. Yeah. And, you know, I think some of the best doctors are the ones who have been through it themselves because they've been the patient. Mm. They understand the frustration, yeah. you know, when traditional medicine it, fails yeah. us all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's a time and place for everything, right? I'm so grateful to the ambulance driver that took me to the Mm -hmm. hospital. I'm so grateful for the ER doc that attended to me like afterwards to make sure I was stable. But yes, there's just a massive gap in healthcare where it's like, okay, after they make sure you're alive, then what? And so I took it on myself. It's like to, it's my mission to kind of fill in that gap of the then what? Now what what can we do to help all the millions of people falling through the cracks of medicine who are struggling with post-concussion syndrome, you know? And it's not not only do I understand the frustration of that, but also just how it, the frustration of going to doctors or people who just dismiss you, you know, doctors and people just don't understand because for the most part, I kind of look normal. <laughs> yeah. I wear some funky yeah. clothes once in a while. But for the most part, it's like when someone looks at me, they probably would have, especially even back in the day when I was going through the darkest times of that, they wouldn't have known. You know, I was able to put up a pretty good mask. But even if I wasn't, it's just like, it just, you know, as you know, it's like the invisible injury. So I totally understand mm-hmm. not only, you know, the frustrations of this current you know, things that are available, um, 
not only do I understand the intricacies of the brain and neurology, but I also really know what it feels like to, to, to be dismissed. And it's, it's a very lonely process, really. So I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. I just recently had uh, Dr. Jerome Libby on the podcast, and we talked a lot oh, about yeah, how – yeah, and we talked a lot about Love how Jerome. these traditional doctors, you know, they dismiss us and tell us, oh, this can't possibly still be from your concussion. And it exactly. leads to intense anxiety. And, mm-hmm. you know, in and of itself, it's right? A vicious cycle. Yes, yes. So I'm exactly. thankful that's that there the thing. are. I always, yeah. You know, I always tell my patients, like, that's the last thing you need to deal with, right? <laughs> On mm-hmm. top of your light and sound sensitivity on top of your chronic headaches and dizziness and maybe brain fatigue. The last thing you need is to feel guilty or wronged that what you're experiencing mm-hmm. is, <laughs> is according to other people, not supposed to be happening. That's the worst. And, you know, really, I've really, through all my work, you know, both through the eyes of a trained brain expert, a post-concussion syndrome specialist, but also through the eyes of someone who's experienced light and sound sensitivity and vertigo and even darker psychological symptoms from my concussion, the, 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 one of the biggest things I've discovered is, you know, and it ties in with this whole idea of the invisible energy, there are physical, real reasons why a person is experiencing their symptoms. The reason mm-hmm. why they haven't discovered them yet is unfortunately, yeah, lack of access to doctors who have the technologies to identify the subtleties and or the training to identify the subtleties. You know, so as an example, I know a lot of people listening out there right now, if they struggle with concussion, one of the most common things in areas of the, well, we'll get to that, but one of the most common symptoms people have is eye fatigue or eye strain. But sometimes I have had a lot of patients, and even if I think back to it in my past, sometimes you don't even realize it's your eyes. You might just be sitting there on your computer or reading, and all of a sudden you feel nauseous, right? Or all of a sudden you start to develop a headache, or you start to feel brain fatigue, and you're just like, what is going on? And you go to the doctor. They do their, like, very basic neurology exam, mm-hmm. maybe run a few tests, and they're like, oh, everything's normal. Here's some anti-anxiety meds, you know? Yep. So what I've learned <laughs> in my whole process, you know, as both a patient and a doctor, it's like there are physical root causes that, number one, can be identified, number two, can be objectively measured, and then finally, number three, when we figure out what those are, that's a massive clue as to the deeper root cause of where it is in the nervous system. And the reason why that's so important to get, number one, for those of you out there listening who can understand what I'm describing, you are not crazy, okay? There's a physical reason why you experience what you do. And number two, once that physical root cause is identified, guess what? There are so many things that can be done to turn it around. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, for me, anyone who listens to my podcast, they probably have heard my story a hundred times, but for me, it was my eyes. I kept telling every mm-hmm. doctor I went to, there's something <laughs> yeah, right. wrong with my eyes. And I think yeah. my eyes are causing my dizziness. And I remember the neurologist, mm-hmm. the neurologist told me yep. that's impossible. 
<laughs> and the the neuro it's the worst, you know. Oh God, that it. You know that it just infuriates me. I laugh now. I think right? it's just like a self defense mechanism, so I won't get furious. But it's the worst, you know, because it creates yeah. that almost like that idea in your mind. It's like, oh, shit, maybe I'm, am I crazy? Is it really right. all in my head? You know, it, it, like you I know, said, that's the last thing you had to deal with at that time. Anyone needs to, right? Right. Right. And you know, I'm a photographer, so I'm super in tune with my eyes mm. and I yeah. knew something was wrong. And so she, <laughs> yeah. you know, humored me and sent me to a neuro ophthalmologist and he was like, he did all this extensive testing air quotes there. Mm-hmm. Um, and told me, Nope, your eyes are fine. You just have post concussion syndrome. <laughs> and yeah. you know, even like the specialist, learned, right? <laughs> right. And and I've later learned, like, okay, so he was only looking at the acuity of my eyes and the structure of exactly. my eyes, which in all mm-hmm. theories that they were fine, but he wasn't yep. at all looking deeper into the eye tracking and the mistakes. Exactly. I mean, the oculomotor system. Neurology, mm-hmm. it was like, holy cow, my eyeballs are going crazy, you know? Yeah, um, right. And you, so, you can see it, right? We have the technologies. Yeah. You have the video cameras. Or it's like, oh, my God, I am not crazy. That is what I experienced, yep. right? Isn't that yep. so validating? Like I've had It is. Where, yeah, right, where I, even after talking to them and I do a brief exam, even before I break out any technologies, because, again, like I said, it's not only a lack of testing, but it's also a lack of training because a lot of doctors are trained to look for, like it's like black and white. Either your eyeballs are falling out of the socket, or you're totally fine, right? Where and that and for what they do, like for emergency medicine, that's important. But like I said, there's that gap, the gray areas where people like you, people like me, thousands of patients that I work with, where they have these subtle findings, and it's not like like it's keeping you bedridden, but for some people it does, but. For the most part, you can go about your day, but it's just like something's off. I'm so glad you mentioned that, you know, because I was going to say, me, I'm like, wow, you're like, because most patients, like what I described before, don't realize where it's coming from. They're just like, oh, I just feel weird, you know? So, yeah, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a photographer. So I'm just like, okay, that makes perfect sense because you're so in tune, right, with your eyes. And, yeah, I'm so glad that you're able to get, you know, into the right hands, the right people, because there are people that get it, right? That not only understand what you're going through, but can actually show you objectively what is actually happening. Yeah. And and you're right. It's so validating. Just just mm-hmm. the acknowledgement that you're not crazy, there's something going on with your <laughs> eyes. That like took my anxiety down like five notches without any right? treatment. And that's what yet, I mean. That's right? the last thing. Yeah, that's the last thing you need to deal with is like thinking about number one. Okay, I, my eyes. I know something's wrong with my eyes, but then you start second guessing yourself. Is it, or is it just? Am I just crazy? You know, it's like it's the worst. It's, it's just that's what I mean. One thing I tell all my patients as they start to like understand this world and they start to do take the steps needed to rebuild their brains and reclaim their lives is is a really one of the biggest things is to create a safe space for themselves and that can mean a safe space physically 
So taking time, like downtime, um, quiet rooms and things like that, but not only just physically, and I don't mean just like locking yourself up in, in a room. That, yeah. Actually, the research says the opposite. You should actually get more yeah. active, but you need to make sure you get active in like at the level of where you're at. Um, I, I digress. So my point is, is like not only create safe spaces physically, but also mentally and emotionally. Like, don't let those negative naysayers into your brain because just like your experience, it's like if someone you know and trust, number one, for example, you, hopefully that's the case when you go to a doctor, right? Or even a family member or friend, if they start saying things to you, it's like, oh, you just get out of bed, get, go find, you know, or, you know, go for a walk, you know, go running, you'll yeah. feel better. Or just think positive thoughts, you know, that's all you need. I meditated and it changed my life. All you need to do is meditate. <laughs> it's like, like, don't let those thoughts come into your, like your inner being. Cause those things are the things that like, oh man, I could talk for hours about this, but that's when you start to lose hope. Right. Uh-huh. And that's when you start totally. to give up to that, that disempowering narrative. And then you start to second guess yourself. Oh, Maybe I am crazy. Maybe I should just get on some medications. Maybe I need to explore my childhood traumas. Sometimes that's the case, right? <laughs> right, Don't right. Get me wrong. You know, <laughs> there's deeper levels of healing <laughs> that need to be done, I think, globally, honestly. But my point is it's like it's so important to create a safe space when you're going through that vulnerable healing process. Number one, when it's like, whoa, oh, my God, like, what I'm feeling is real. Like step one, that's massive. But then step two is when you're in that vulnerable space, you got to find the people that got your back. Seriously. Like beyond any technical things we're going to talk about today about eye fatigue or whatever, you got to find people that got your back. You got to find people that get where you're coming from, like both personally and can support you emotionally, whether it's a friend, a family member, Maybe they don't completely understand what you're going through, but if they can just sit in that space with you, oh, my yeah. God, that is so healing, you know. And then the third thing is, like, get people, you know, find people who get what you're going through medically, who know the ins and outs of the oculomotor pathways, right? Because like what you're describing, most people think of vision. It's like, oh, my vision's fine. My eyes aren't blurry, right? And that's what mm-hmm. a lot of doctors yep. test for. But it's, we're talking about the oculomotor systems, oculomotor systems, which involves multiple regions of the nervous system, like the frontal eye fields, the parietal lobe, the cerebellum, the brainstem, and different parts of the brainstem. And the reason why I'm breaking all that down is because the different types of eye movements reveal to the trained practitioner or even the trained person or the patient themselves, when, when you become educated to this, it reveals the underlying physical root cause for the symptoms. And like I said, from there, you develop a treatment plan that is specific to you. And sometimes, bam, right? You've probably experienced this. I see this like daily, you know, on a daily basis in my practice. People just after years of struggling, like after a few sessions, sometimes there's like massive improvement. Maybe not yeah. 100% because yeah. there's usually other things that need to be addressed, like um, metabolic issues, like blood sugar and brain inflammation, mitochondrial dysfunction, etc. But my point is sometimes when the root cause, not sometimes, always, when the root cause is like pinpointed down to the specific brain cell, 
which is very possible without actually very expensive technologies, believe it or not, when it's pinpointed down to that, then you can find the perfect prescription. And I'm not talking about a drug. I'm talking about a sensory exercise or movement exercise that can wake up those brain cells and give you your life back. So I've seen it like, you know, like, again, I see this so often that I don't even consider the miracles. And I'm going to say not everyone responds that way, but I've done this long enough and I've been, you know, working with patients and even the things that I've tried out in my, with my brain, when I found the thing that was just right for me, bam, I had this like quantum leap in my healing. And it's, you know, stages, right? It's the stages of the healing journey. But once you find that person or you're able to figure it out for yourself, what the root causes, like that's when healing massively accelerates. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and I was really skeptical, functional neurology. Mm -hmm. I was like, what are you going to do? No one else has done. <laughs> and exactly. so finally I relented. I've tried everything. <laughs> so finally I relented and went in for an exam. And yeah. immediately I was told it was my eyes. And it was so mm -hmm. validating. And in right. that week in time, I think by day three or four, I had massive improvement in my dizziness. I mean, like it went from like a yeah. 10 <laughs> yeah. to like three. Exactly. Yeah, so you profound. get it. It's like whenever I explain this to people, um, especially people who have been struggling for years, they're just like, they look at me, they shake their head, they put their head to the mm -hmm. side. You know? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, prove it. Yeah, yeah, right. That's not possible. Most people, most doctors don't even think healing the brain is possible, let alone like having massive yeah. improvements in three days, right? But yeah, you experienced it. I see this you know, when, you know, before the whole pandemic, when we do these intensives, I'd see this over the, you know, over the course of five, 10 days, people struggling with things for years, having massive improvements within like three days sometimes, you know, and mm -hmm. it's totally positive. But that's the thing, like I want to say, you know, I've been doing this long enough. What I've learned in that process is like some patients would come in and do those treatments, see massive improvements, and then they'd be like, okay, I'm done. I'm like, no, you know what? We're just getting started because guess what? You also have gut, you have a gut inflammation thing going on. You also have mitochondrial dysfunction. You have brain inflammation. Those are what I call the obstacles to healing. If those things aren't addressed, then no matter how much neural rehab, no matter how much spinning in a, a fancy machine, <laughs> no, no matter how many flashing lights, you do yeah. to retrain your brain, it's gonna you're gonna it's gonna be an uphill battle. You're gonna take three steps forward, but if you don't address the obstacles, you're gonna hit a plateau or then start to get those setbacks. And that's one of the biggest things I've learned is there's these blind spots and these obstacles that prevent the beautiful miracle of neuroplasticity from happening, right? The whole thing with functional neurology, it's all about getting in there, figuring out like to like I said, to the exact brain cells where the root causes, and, you know, we can do that with very expensive technologies that I've devised ways where I can talk to someone in five minutes, you know, pretty good, pretty, have pretty good idea of where that is, but I've even designed some ways where I, I've empowered people to be able to figure that out on their own, <laughs> so that's the great thing is you don't need to have, at, at least as a starting point, 
I've learned you don't even need to invest in all the expensive technologies right off the bat. Like, yeah. There's ways that I've figured out like through history taking, but then like I said, one of my main missions in this world, I honestly think is my soul's mission is to teach people how to fix their own brains. So I figure out ways of like, if someone doesn't even have the, the faintest clue of about neurology, the only thing they know about neurology is, okay, I have a headache or I have these symptoms. I figure out ways of helping them identify at least the first steps what the root cause is for them. Because that's the thing, as you probably know, there are thousands of different tests out there. Um, there is more conventional testing, MRIs, CT scans, spec scans, like all, all types of scans, EMG, NCV, blah, 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 right? There's the more conventional testing. And then you were one of the lucky few in this world to, you know, experience the more advanced technologies that a lot of functional neurologists use, Right like the, the different types of ENGs and um, CAPS machines, balance testing, all objective measures, right? My point is there are thousands of different tests out there. And what I've learned is in order for a person to, number one, focus their energy and where to go, meaning what tests to actually look for, number two, what types of treatments to start looking for, you know, without wasting time and money on things that might not be, you know, bring up any type of answers, I've devised ways where a person can easily figure out those first steps on their own at home. <laughs> I've been working on this for years, and I, I yeah, I'm really excited. I'm actually, yeah, I, I was going to talk about this at the end, but I'm hosting an online workshop t- today, actually, Amy, at 4 p.m. Pacific, and another one tomorrow, Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, where I'm going to be revealing this this massive resource that I've been I put my heart, my soul, and my mind into. Anyways, I digress. My point in all that is, <laughs> like when it comes to testing, right, I'm just so excited about this. Yeah, you can probably tell because it's like that gap that I was talking about that exists in healthcare. This yeah. thing that I put together is just like I racked my brain. I put my heart and my soul into this. I'm like, how can I create a resource to fill that gap for people. Yeah, <laughs> we need that. <laughs> yeah, but but my point is, it's like there's all these tests, right? So the question is, and there are trained specialists like you know Dr. Zelinsky and uh, Schmo, like all these like my colleagues, my good friends, and people like me. There's a few of us, but there's not enough. So I'm just like, okay, yeah. you can get hopefully get in to see one um, a lot of patients do travel in to see to see me but it's like well some people don't have the resources so yeah. without seeing a specialist how do you know where to start how do you know what tests to ask for how do you know what treatments to look for that are right for you right because I listed just a few of those diagnostic tools available but what about the treatments like there's a million treatments out there for people who might really need it at a, as a bridge, there's medications. For people who want to go deeper, there's supplements. But what supplement? DHA, uh, supplements to support BDNF, to support brain circulation, right? And there's then the beautiful world of functional neurology. There's all these tools that functional neurologists have to rewire the brain. Then there's neurofeedback. <laughs> then there's CBT. <laughs> there's all these therapies. The question is, what therapy is right for me 
And that's the thing. It's like without having access to up-to-date practitioners, and thank God there are at least some of us out there, right? But without having access to them, how can we take those first few steps? And honestly, Amy, I think I've cracked the code. (laughs) I was like, I can't wait to release this resource onto the world. Because that's the thing. It's like, how can people start to get some answers, at least to start guiding the energy, the effort they're putting into their health, right? Because how many of you out there who are listening can relate to this? You might even be eating a super clean diet. Maybe you're taking supplements already. Maybe you even read about a few brain training exercises and you, you tried them out and you're feeling better, but either after a while you didn't you stop seeing improvement or actually all the effort you put into it, you're not seeing any improvement, right? How many of you out there can relate to that? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. so now what, well, the first step is you got to identify what the root cause is for you because once you do, this whole world opens up. Like what I've pretty much done is I've, I've kind of analyzed my own brain and my own clinical thought process, and I've whittled it down in such a way that even if you are struggling with brain fatigue, even if you don't know the first thing about neurology besides the fact that you have brain fatigue or you don't know anything about healthcare, I've figured out ways where you can empower yourself to get those answers. <laughs> I'm just, again, I'm just so excited about that. So, Dr. Chu, where can they – is that at your brainsave.com? Is that at that website? So the workshop I'm hosting, like literally, or um, it's today. So this is a brand-new workshop. It's called Five Secrets to Fix Your Brain Faster that even your doctors probably don't know about, unless they're maybe like Glenn or Schmo or all my colleagues out there, right? So those, that's the workshop where I'm going to be revealing these five secrets that I use to fix my brain that I discovered over the 20 years, the journey. But that's the thing. Over the 20 years, I've just, I discovered principles, shortcuts, and secrets. So I'm going to be sharing the five secrets to fix your brain faster. And then in that workshop, people actually attend live are going to get their hands on these self-assessment tools that I've created. And so those are, that's what I'm talking about, these first, like, this first step. Number one, you just have to get an idea and awareness of what's happening, right, in your brain. Because then from there, you, the, you know, everything starts opening up. Because otherwise, either you or the practitioner you're working with, you're shooting in the dark, right? You're walking around trying to find answers with a blindfold on. So it's like these self-assessment tools give you the first like window, the glimpse into a whole new world of possibility. So in that workshop, I'm going to be sharing those quizzes. So yeah, if you guys, depending, I think we're live right now, Amy, right? Yep. If you guys are listening right there right now, go to brainsave.com slash secrets, and there'll be a page to register for the webinar. Hopefully you're hearing this now live because we're hosting the webinar today at 4 p.m. Pacific, and then we're doing another one tomorrow, Thursday, August 6th at 10 a.m. Pacific. So either way, whatever, um, if you're hearing this, like, after the fact, still go to that website. We'll have information for you about next steps. But, yeah, that's how you can learn more about specifically what I'm talking about here. But that's not here nor there. 
I know you wanted to talk about eye strain, or really, it's up to you. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm I'm game. Yeah, well, uh, actually, we're just about out of time, but I think we have covered so much amazing ground, um, and I'm super excited for your workshop. I hope that people listening um, have an opportunity to sign up for that, and that was brainsave.com slash secrets. Secrets with an S at the end, yeah, because yes. there's five. Perfect. I'll be revealing the five <laughs> secrets. And, yeah, and actually, since we didn't talk about eye strain, you Anyone who's interested, I have this PDF download, a free download that I made for people who struggle with eye strain or brain fatigue or brain fog. So you can also go to brainsafe.com, and there'll be a little link on the page to get that download for free. So awesome. I know we talked about a lot of fun stuff, but, yeah, that was the topic for today. So anyone listening can go to brainsafe.com <laughs> and get that free download. Awesome. Well, Dr. Shu, thank you so much for being here today. It's always so exciting to chat with you. You have such great energy, and I know that you just really <laughs> want to help people. So I'm excited yeah. to see what this workshop is all about. And, you know, yeah, you can sign keep, up, Amy. Keep you changing sign the up? world. I haven't. I will go do that. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Brent so, says that comes to secrets. We'd love to see you there. Awesome. And thank you again so much for being here today, Titus. This has been a great conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks for having me, Amy. Yeah, let's do it again. Let's reconnect. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And just a reminder, I do have his website in the show notes, so you can check that out and get signed up and grab his free download. <clears throat> Just another thank you to our sponsor, Integrated Brain Centers. Find them online and get your free consultation at integratedbraincenters.com. And you can find past episodes on most streaming platforms, such as iTunes, or you can go to facesoftbi.com to find them. Again, you can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Amy Zellmer, and be sure to join Amy's TBI tribe on Facebook. Thank you all for listening, and thank you for being a part of my journey. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you in the next episode. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.